Hi there, I'm Jolene McCarthy and welcome to Two Question Tuesday. Each week, Two Question Tuesday answers randomly picked questions submitted by our clients. Answering this week's questions, we have with us Philip D'Angelo, Managing Director of Focus Wealth Management, and Mike Pizzani, Director of Financial Planning. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning, Jillian. Morning, Carol. Okay, Mike, our first question is from Todd in New York. What are your thoughts on small cap stocks? Well, small cap stocks earlier in the year, they really led a pretty considerable portion of the rally. And what was actually taking place there was the U.S. economy was sequentially accelerating off of the base contraction from the COVID time period. And small cap stocks really peaked in uh, late first quarter, early second quarter of 2020, which actually makes sense when you act, when you consider U.S. economic growth actually peaked in that time period. Um, since then, small cap stocks have been weak, and I think it's due to uh, a few particular reasons. One, the Fed contracting liquidity by tapering its balance sheet. Two, the fact that the U.S. economy is still organically glow- growing, but sequentially slowing. So when that happens, you have a little bit of pressure on small cap stocks. And if you look at the basket of uh, hedge fund performance throughout the entirety of this year, hedge funds, I think they're having a lot of performance and liquidity problems. And that could result in forced selling amongst some of these names. And because they're of small cap nature, the volumes in these particular stocks don't run as significantly as your large cap megatech, Apple, Google, usually see spreads pretty tight, really high volumes in those stocks. But some small cap stock can run with smaller volumes. So I think it's more of a positioning uh, effect and the fact that the U.S. economy is now sequentially slowing than anything else. Going forward, it's going to be really interesting because the second quarter of 2022 is going to face really difficult year-over-year comps. So small caps could potentially stay under a little bit of pressure between now and then. The good thing is some of the stimulus efforts that the U.S. government is trying to pass right now are, again, more direct stimulus and less monetary, i.e. in the aftermath of the financial crisis. So that will probably help Main Street a little bit more. Um, So moving forward, I don't necessarily hate small cap stocks. And I think they do have some catch up to play because large caps have actually outperformed on a relative basis. So you could see that divergence kind of narrow a little bit going into the beginning of next year. So I I don't think the weakness is anything really material or something to be very concerned about. I I think we're in a just an environment where small caps or large cap stocks tend to outperform a little bit more at this stage of the cycle. All right, thank you. Uh, Phil, the next question is from Bill in New York. Why is the market unseasonably weak? Yeah, so we're seeing what you know should be the seasonal time of year that's very strong. Uh, December, you know, really uh, January, February, uh, usually very strong months, but December's not looking out uh, too well right now. Uh, even though we notched all-time highs a couple of weeks ago, uh, what bothers me is the underlying market breadth. To Michael's point, you know, small cap really underperforming uh, on the year as of today, down you know right around 11 to 12 percent, um, shows you that this rally is very narrowly focused. In fact, I think since April, something like 50 percent of the market's gains have been in the NAMTA names: NAMTA, Nvidia, Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, and Alphabet, uh, Google. Um, that, that's where most of the gave 51% of the gains of the S&P 500 have lied in those five stocks. So um, the narrowness of the breadth has worried us for some time. Again, this being a very large cap and mostly large value rally now at this point, 
um, as we get out to what should be the good season for stocks. I think also what you have is a lot of profit taking. You know, we went through most of the year, people afraid to pull the trigger because of those tax law changes that were going to be expected. And then when they made it retroactive, they did pass the tax laws. There were speaked of that would be retroactive to 915, meaning if you took a cap gain this year, that they would go back to September 15th under the new you know, heightened category. Um, with not much happening, I think people have to take gains because they want to book gains. And that's unfortunately coming in, you know, what should be the best month for stocks. So uh, we'll see what goes on from here. A lot of rebalancing, a lot of tax loss selling also uh, feeding into this, which is generally also done in October. Uh, we're seeing it a lot later this year because of the volatility and continued volatility. Continued volatility with the narrowness of breath uh, makes me a little bit concerned at these levels. So we'll see what happens. I think your comment to tax loss selling has a lot to do with it as well. Yeah. And gains, right? Losses and gains. Yeah, I think there's there were a lot of you know gains earlier in the year, and people are now using some losses that they're actually generating in some of their portfolios because losers lose into the end of the year yeah. for that particular reason. There's just a lot of pressure on some of these names, so I think a lot of it is tax loss selling. Yeah, yeah, and you see that you see it in you know like we talked about some of the smaller cap names as well, mid cap names as well, uh, biotech stuff like that. So uh, some energy stuff. So it's across the board. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Next week, in lieu of our two question Tuesday video, we will be sending out our annual firm and market updates. So look, look out for that. It's very exciting. It came out really great. Great. All right, everyone. Have a good week.